it's trip track time again and this is episode what was it eight now i think yeah and i'm luke and i'm joined with callum nikki lizzie's not here today and mikey from scare track how are you doing all good all good thanks for having me on oh, that's no problem it's been an absolute uh it was a pleasure last week when we uh we were on your podcast and yeah loads yeah, of fun loved it glad that we can have you on i apologize for my absence so we'll yeah, forgive nikki, you where were you I think I was, I, I can't remember. I had some kind of commitment anyway. Yeah. It wasn't as fun as podcasting. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Lizzie will be getting the crap next week when she's not, well, when she's back. <laughs> of course. What might have happened is so, that after uh, the conversation, she's just like, oh my God, I cannot stand that Mikey. I am not coming on next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ill. Throwing a sickie. But this is the time now where we can make up rumours about why she's not on. That's a good She point. got eaten by a tiger and she's just come back out. Yeah. Oh, I would make up some, but I'm, I, I, she frightens me a little bit. She is currently on vacation with her sugar daddy, John Wadley. <laughs> <laughs> I say, because she'll kick anyone's ass if we say anything like she's having a poo or something. <laughs> but, um... Please don't edit that out. <laughs> so, Mikey, how did Scare Track come about? And how did you start it? And what um... was the idea? Basically, I mean, a, a little, a bit of a long story short, what me and a few friends sort of realised at the time, um, and, and the original lineup of Scare Track is like, we're a bit like the Sugar Babes, we've changed over time. Um, <laughs> it's like, I, yeah, we got rid of one and got two newbies. Um, but, um, yeah, so I've been with it since the start, sort of, uh, we kind of just started teaching around with it as an idea in 2015, then in 2016 was when we went full hog uh when i sort of like led it um but there's you know there was nothing podcast related in the scare industry whatsoever well there's nothing scare related in the podcast podcast industry in the uk and it mainly I, I mainly got love for podcasts and podcasting because i was planning a trip to orlando so i was listening to all the disney podcasts all the uh universal podcasts mm. and it's just so i thought hang on there, there's there's nothing like this in the UK for scare attractions. And, I mean, back then, there wasn't that many for uh, for theme parks, really. It sort of had a, a boom in the last... Yeah, maybe four, four or so years ago, I was like, there's literally nothing in the UK that showcases scare attractions in podcast form. There wasn't really much on YouTube, apart from the theme parkers yeah. that do a bit every October. Um so we kind of tried yeah. to dip into that a little bit as well more recently. But yeah, it was just that these Americans were having so much fun and, you know, leading the way with podcasting, especially in the scare world. So I thought, screw it. Let's let's show the rest of the world how freaking awesome the UK can be. Exactly. Mm, yeah. There's a market for it as well, because, you know, there's so many people out there that obviously go to these scare attractions and are scare attraction enthusiasts as well as like theme parking Definitely. enthusiasts. It's nice to see, you know, you know, it's even like merged together now yeah. as well, and it's yeah, you know, it's a good time. I think scare attractions have become more mainstream in the UK over the past few years. It used to be a very, very like Americanized yeah. type thing. So yeah. now that there's a bit of a boom of scare attractions in the Uk there's a bit of a gap in the market for yeah definitely it was i mean when we first started i mean scare attractions have been going in the uk for for years and years but um really start only only five four or five years ago when we were creating our tour um you'd basically go orton towers thought park tullers farm farmageddon scare kingdom and that's about it Whereas now you've got those, you've got extreme, you've got fear, you've got exactly. Hinchinbrook, you've got spooky world. You, there's like literally the list is endless. Like there's more there's more screen parks than there are theme parks in the UK at Halloween. You know it's uh it's mad there are now. Yeah, definitely. Because like when you said last week that you're never like an hour away from a screen park. Nah, definitely. I mean, maybe in some mega remote locations where you don't have running water, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, especially in, in quite a lot of towns and cities now, you're really never too far away from a scare attraction. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what got you into scare attractions, like, in the start? Um, pure terror and hatred of a best friend. Um <laughs> 
Long story. <laughs> I, I used to be terrified of anything that I wouldn't watch any horror films. I wouldn't go on the ghost train at Orton Towers when it was when it before George. I it was scared of my own shadow. And then <laughs> a friend, Sorry. literally terrified. And then a friend of mine, um, it was he took me to Thorpe Park for the first time. Uh, this was two thousand and ten, and. Um, obviously saw alive. I'm sorry, saw the ride open 2009, and I went for the first time 2010, where saw alive the um, horror maze opened, and he somehow managed to figure out that if I queued up for the horror maze, I was going to get on the ride. So I was like, okay, so this is the queue to the ride, and he's like, yes, he lied, a big lie. <gasps> Um, but oh, only no. because he knew I'd love it because we both we were both uh, studying um, theatre uh, at uni so we both did the same degree and we were doing some like slightly more grotesque horror kind of theatre that I loved um, so he knew that I would love it but he knew that I was terrified so I went in, saw alive absolutely kicking and screaming and I came out going holy hell that was the best thing I've ever done um, <laughs> yeah and um and it's sort of when something shocks you like that it's a bit like it's probably similar for all of us guys like i mean i i used to be terrified of roller coasters and then all of a sudden i was like i plucked up the courage to go on nemesis when i was younger and then instantly i am now a massive theme park geek and i need to know everything about roller coasters so mm-hmm. you go from one like extreme to the complete other extreme and that's kind of what happened with my first scare attraction Oh yeah, definitely. You kind of like break out of that um, the bubble a little bit because I think we've all been like that, like especially when we're like scared of rides and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's like an achievement thing. As soon as you kind of break it, it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of addictive. I'm still trying to break that bubble. You'll get there. Cal, you've been on Mako. <laughs> no, for mazes, rides. Rides don't bother me. It's just mazes. Cal, we're gonna get you on some in some mazes this year. Have oh, to do it. God. <laughs> Just think of the, the quality is, like, content you'll get from it. That's true. Oh, yeah. I've done mazes before. Like getting through that bubble doesn't really work for me. Mm. Like a lot of people love that feeling of being scared, and I'm sort of like, nah, this is fucking horrid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be scared. Why would I? Why would I enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, it might be different. Like in a group, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, you got like the support and stuff, and yeah, I mean, know. I haven't really done anything that's too scary yet the scariest thing i've probably done is platform during the day and that wasn't scary oh, we got time for that i mean scrap got... that actually the london dungeons are probably scarier than platform yeah, probably is, the day. <laughs> uh, it's a good done... bloody dungeon oh, i was gonna say i've done two scare attractions in my life and i still absolutely dread the thought of i haven't hit and hit that like oh i really want to do it again kind of thing yet i did the um Yorkshire Dungeons when I was a kid, which was a completely traumatic <laughs> like experience. Like I refused to even do the Alton oh, wow. Towers Dungeons because of it. Um, and then... We'll be doing that this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah. And then um, last year I did Joy, which is my friend Adam's um, his scare uh-huh. attraction that he made at home in his garden slash garage, which was like, it had like smell pods, it had mist, nice. it had strobe lights. It was dead professionally done. And that was also very traumatic, but I've now agreed to be in his awesome. next one. So I guess I'm just going to have to keep making myself do them. And I've agreed to do Pasta del Terror as well. So Pasta del Terror. <laughs> yeah. Jesus <laughs> so hopefully I end up being like Mickey and just like actually liking it. You'll love it. You'll love it in the end. Yeah, I think I think you'll get there. Yeah. Leading back to that, Mikey, do you remember what your first ever scare attraction was? My first one was actually because I kept thinking it's got to be um, Saw because uh, that's the one that my, my friend, you know, snuck me into mm. in 2010. But then I remembered that um, I must have blocked it out as a child because it was so horrific. My grandparents <laughs> took me to Warwick Castle as, years and years ago. Um, and uh, obviously I was a young kid with my brother and we went through something called Ghosts Alive, which... Um, it's actually renowned as quite a famous scare attraction now for people who have been in the game for years. It was I can't remember who it was created by, but it was like a leader within the industry. And um it's really bad that I can't remember, but hey ho. Um it's um 
it was basically, I mean, I was just there with, back then, scare attractions weren't a huge deal in the UK, so no one really knew what was happening. Um, the um, Warwick Castle didn't actually advertise it properly, I don't think. It, basically, we just thought we were queuing up to go through some castle dungeon stuff. And it was a proper full-on scare mm. attraction with blood and gore and people jumping out at you and people being right in your face. And, oh, my days, I have never been so scared in my entire life. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I have, I broke my nan's fingers. I was holding her arms over. Oh, God, it was horrible. But, yeah, that was mine. I must have been about 12, maybe, maybe even younger. Um, but, yeah, Ghosts Alive at Warwick Castle was my first and at the time i definitely thought last ever scare attraction and now look look where you are i know at the yeah top of the game now um well i'm trying do my best do my best how many maze oh, yeah. have been now do you remember um work? it was let me double check i did a youtube video the other day and i t- <laughs> i said i've done like 500 plus but it's not quite it is oh, i counted them all up because someone on twitter was winding me up um Four hundred and twenty-four scare mazes. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! Wow! Like... I didn't even know that many existed. He's got more. <laughs> he's got more maze credits than all of Trick Dragon Book Coast credits combined. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. That's that. Is, and I'm not a virgin. Way. That's a shit ton. After that large amount of scare attractions, there's some scare. Yeah, I like some. Like I'm just looking at my list now, and there's some here that really, really do scare me. Like, if I didn't get scared, it it wouldn't be fun anymore. Um, it would just turn into a chore. Yeah, it's a bit like yeah, it, people who are really into comedy. Just because you've you've seen every single Lee Evans DVD doesn't mean that you're not going to laugh at a Michael McIntyre DVD. It, you know, it's um. It's yeah, it's yeah. all the same kind of idea. It's a uh, you know, and it's kind of a bad analogy to try and compare the two. But I've I've entered this rabbit hole now. But um, you know, the whole idea of um, <laughs> being scared is actually to get a laugh afterwards. It's all comedy, especially with these obviously like, mm. with ninety percent of scare attractions. There's a, there's a ten percent out there which is a little bit different. But the ninety percent scare attractions, it's it's all a build up. So that's the story of the joke, and then. You have the um, you know the gag at the end, which is the scare, and then after the gag, you laugh, and after the scare, you, most people will laugh to each other and you know take yeah. selfies of each other and things like that. So yeah, it's they definitely they, de- <laughs> they definitely still scare me. And like, a question for everyone now, and Nikki, do you want to uh, do the honors? Yeah. So kind of an interesting one. What is Everyone's favourite horror villain. Ooh, horror villain. <laughs> like, as in, like, movies? Yeah. yeah. Could be movies, could be, yeah. I would say so. TV show. That's tough. Oh, God. Um, I know mine. Now I've just remembered the name from it. It is Ghostface from Scream. Oh, That is okay. a good one, to be fair. Mainly because Scream was the first proper horror movie that i managed to get through from start to finish nice yeah and i don't know i liked how it was quite a plain character yeah and it was too in your face with blood guts like say if you look at hellraiser where he's got spikes coming out of his head nah it's literally just a mask and a dark Mm. yeah clothing yeah that's true. I mean, with the screen films as well, is they're quite funny as well. So you kind mm. of have like a nice little, you know, thing. Or even Ghostface in a Scary Movie, which oh, is that is probably the <laughs> reason why That's I like it so much. Your favorite scary the movie. I was going to do an impression of Doofy then, but I, I can't. Oh, <laughs> Don't disturb me when I'm in my room. <laughs> I always do the hoovering in our house. Have <laughs> 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 you got, got a Dyson, or is it one of those? Is it like um, another no, brand? I actually have a Henry. I have a Henry Ooh, Hoover. Henry oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good guy, is Henry. We've shared some stories. 
Anyone else got their favourite? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, it's, yeah, I forgot it. Forgot the question for a second. Um, it's got to be Freddy Krueger for me. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, I actually met Robert England probably a few years ago, um, and real lovely guy. And it was like one of those um, photo opportunity things at Comic Con. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had the um, the glove. He had the glove with the knives on it, and it was. It was sharp. It was definitely sharp as well. Because wow. we had a photo opportunity, like the photo taken, and it was like, holy shit. Freddy Krueger has knives up to my chin right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was surreal, but the best 20 quid I ever spent. Uh, and nice bloke as well. Oh, like he kind of uh, had a little chat with us. And oh, yeah, sweet. nice guy. Sweet. If that somehow went See, wrong, like, what a way to go. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. What about you? A claim uh, to fame. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what, about, what about everyone else? Uh, what's your favourite horror, horror... I can't even speak. Horror yeah. villain. I think I've got mine. I don't really know. Because I haven't seen a lot of um, horror films in my adult life because I'm a little sissy. <laughs> uh-huh. So the best like taste that I've got of them is things like scary movie where it's just like just made a joke of like that that's my way of taking in oh, horror. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah, I mean kinda. So you're saying that like... Doofy is your favourite character? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so Gale Swallows. What is everyone's zombie? Oh we haven't got Mikey's. Oh go on. Uh, simple, just John Kramer from Saw. Mm, that's a good one. Cause, yeah, because I mean, he's a real person. He's no, he's not a monster. It's, it's all just like, that. Legit, could technically legitly happen. Um, mm. I kind, I kind of like his motives and whatnot. But yeah, so I'll probably go Jigsaw. But for like scariest, something like oh, the girl from The Ring or The Grudge or. Because those those ones, I don't even lo- I don't even watch that shit, man. Because I just can't sleep afterwards. Like spooky girls is just no go. No, no way. <laughs> Creepy laughs and coming out of tellies. Yeah. That's the worst part with these scary films. Like I've done lots of scary attractions, but scary movies are definitely they terrify me. And you you talk about um, Freddy Krueger when Hannah made, Hannah watched Hellraiser. When she was six, you know, very bad parents. <laughs> yeah. um, but she, she got me into all these old school horrors. I was like, right, okay, so tell me what Jake, tell me what Freddy Krueger does. Oh well, he's basically a monster, but he can get you when you're asleep in your dreams. I'm like, are you taking the piss? You want me to watch a film yeah. that when you can only die when you fall asleep? Are you what? So yeah, things like that are far scarier. Yeah, I know it's it could be a bit too much anyway. sometimes, especially <laughs> like there's so many different types of like characters and horror films, and you know the way things be going. I mean, I haven't really liked horror films recently because they're mostly paranormal ones, and it's all a bit samey. Yeah. But um, mm, fair enough. Yeah, I think the old iconic ones absolutely love. But, um, old school. Yeah. I'm sure Mikey really enjoyed Hellfest. Um, Hellfest, you know what it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I had some issues with it. But that's only because I'm I a cynical <laughs> sod. Um, yeah, but it was, but it was good. It was good. Like it's that it's a film that's definitely if you just take it for what it is, just a cool, uh, you know, a light-hearted slasher. Um, some of the kills are quite enjoyable yeah, as well. Cool. Yeah, there's a nice little bit of gore and stuff in some of bits. Mm. Um, but yeah, when I was watching it, I was just like, some bits are really cool, but then other bits like. Also, with all these sort of horror haunt things, like all these movies, I'm kind of glad when they all die because they're just a bunch of dicks. Sorry, can I swear on this? It's like, thank fuck for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so you don't really feel sorry for the people who die. (laughs) Do go and check out Mikey's movie review of Hellfest, by the way. It is up on his YouTube channel right now. Thanks very much. Cheap plug, cheap plug. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) What is, <laughs> what is everybody's zombie apocalypse plan? If you have one, we're fucked. I, I do. What what? Do? <laughs> I don't know. For me, I would probably just 
I'd go to a place with loads of fences or... Oh. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? My, Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> my wife's the best person to talk about this like this because she got like a book and she was like proper into it for a little bit for no reason. Like I even said to her, you know, zombies aren't real. That kind of, you know, not all that bollocks. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe go into somewhere that's gated, maybe a school that's gated like with loads of fencing around it or a warehouse maybe. Um, you've got all the typical places in the horror movies which all get attacked <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but if this was real and not a movie though I, I, I don't know there'd be nowhere, nowhere else to go though I want somewhere with a lot of space but with some small rooms that mm. are easily locked um, do you know what I'd do well I'd just get bit and see how cool it is <laughs> fair play <laughs> because I mean, I mean, pretty much everyone's going to die at some point. If you're going to die from a zombie, if you're going to die from another human, there's going to be no food, there's going to be no power. Like, if shit really goes down, like, it might be pretty cool to be a zombie. Like, there's a few idiots oh, yeah. I'd like to eat, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, like, just, just take, let them have a little nibble, and, um, yeah, let's go crazy. Hmm. If you can't beat them, join I mean, them. If you're a zombie, technically people are just walking meals, so like you don't have to worry about going hungry, do you? That's true. You've got just like all those me neighbors. Like time. <laughs> <laughs> forget my, forget Mackie D's. You don't need I'd Uber Eats. Well. You got people out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd go somewhere like I don't know. There's not one too far away, like an army training ground or a prison. Even there's not a prison near me, but um, just somewhere that's gated off that has good supplies. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Accessible land to maybe farm on for food and whatnot. I think that'd be a my good plan. point. What about weapons? Leading to that. Army <laughs> <on>. base. <laughs> yeah, leading to that. I live right next to an army base and an army prison. I think I'm good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what? you're safe. It's like a minute walk. Just, <laughs> just buy, be like, buy a bunch of tins and then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna pop. We've got some assault rifles. We've got some towers. I'm Gucci. <laughs> the army base here is huge as well, so I'm 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 pretty happy. And they've got helicopters. Like if shit goes really bad, I just hop in a helicopter and um probably fly to like very small unpopulated island because I know there's quite a few of them around. Wait, wait, and wait, wait. I just set up life there. Do you know how to fly a helicopter? Uh, someone in your army base will know. Come on. At this point in the podcast, uh, Nikki had to leave. So we carried on without her. Uh... <laughs> That's another one of We're your teams that hate me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... Both of them don't want to talk to Mikey from Scare Track. He's a cock. We love you really. We'll see. <laughs> it's going to get to the Velvet play? Coaster opening weekend of Blackpool I've got the diss track people that want to fight me, I've got you guys now the girls hate me it's not how to make friends with the enthusiast community say so, that, we're all going to be having bloody beers with you at some point yeah, hell yeah we will oh, it's going to be so good. and Hannah, yeah, she can drink me under the, the table coaster, but I'll be at Scarecon Scarecon yes. Scarecon's where it's at but um does anyone actually have any real supernatural experiences? We have a ghost at work. <laughs> really? Have oh, you seen it? No. Or, like, felt yeah. its presence? No, I, multiple things. Oh, I don't like it, and I feel scared talking about it. But, yeah, she's called Harriet. We've named her ourselves. I don't know if she likes it. Why did you call it Harriet? Oh, my days. That's a, that's not a nice name to name a ghost. The, the cleaners called it her. That's scary. Yeah, little girl. <laughs> Um, I call it like Bob or something. Bob, <laughs> like, but well, I mean, I mean, we. I didn't know what sex it was. I only saw it as like a little bit of a figure and a dark figure. I know what people are going to say. It's it's your shadow. No, I saw. I know what I saw. Um, but yeah, so I only saw it as that. And then other things have happened as well. But um, there was a little girl. Uh, long story short, I work in a massive like family entertainment center, and there's a little girl a real little girl who was crying because the other little girl wouldn't let her past. And me and the mum were like, there's no one there. And she's like, yeah, the little girl, she's crying at me and she won't let me past. And we're like, oh, that's a ghost. That's creepy. That's scary. Shit. (laughs) Um, We've had um, 
we've had things fly off the shelves and i don't mean just fall off the shelf i mean fly off the shelf um i've been there by myself like late when i've been locking up and i've heard giggling um yeah, I've heard oh. loads of little things. And and they're all things that I try and debunk myself. Like I there's been a few things I thought, is that Harriet? And then I'm like, Oh no, it's just that tapping there or it's just this or it's just a computer mm. winding down. So yeah. I can't like to debunk stuff because I'd prefer her not to be real. But there's yes. been some things where I've been like, um I think she's pretty real. So um yeah. I don't like her. We don't get on, but hey ho. <laughs> Bloody hell. Ten out of ten. Not a friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are not friends, Harriet. That's like that's nuts. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Cal? Um, if I have had any, I've blocked it out completely because that kind of shit just sends shivers everywhere in my body. All of what Mikey just said just made me check around my shoulder about ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing it. Now. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I might just turn around a little bit. It's just. Just have my back against the wall, you know. That's the safest way to do things. Exactly. <laughs> yes. People who live in houses that have sofas not up against the wall, how oh, do you live? How like, do you um, live? That's like American stereotype horror movie <laughs> yeah. like, killing right there. Yeah. It's like that it's season, everyone um... that watched Doctor Who in the 60s. They all <laughs> hid behind their sofas. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like, oh, no. Oh, see that ghost story now is because that doesn't that doesn't sound like a ghost. That sounds like a poltergeist. Don't say that. I, I got it's work a tomorrow. That, like throw things and stuff. No, yeah, but she I mean, hasn't hurt deep. anyone yet. She hasn't hurt anyone. I think she's just uh, okay. wanting a bit of attention. Um, mm-hmm. I've been there ten years. No one's been hurt. Touchwood yet. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, that's all right. Is that Harriet? Was that <laughs> But um, yeah. Um, you look- I, uh, um, no, I haven't had any at all. <laughs> I plan to keep it that way as well. I'm, I'm, I'm never touching a Ouija board in my fucking life. Oh no, no like, screw that. There's been moments where you think, oh, it could be, but then you're just like, I'm just being silly. I'm thinking too much about it. I'm like, oh, it could be, and I fucking pace it as fast as I can away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't really want to find out if it's real or not. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, it could be worse. I mean, but, um, oh, well, we go on. Oh, the next quis- oh, the question. The next question is from Lizzie, our own Lizzie that Ooh. couldn't be here today, but she left a question especially for this. Very exciting. Um, and because she was very excited by this. Um, if you could take a roller coaster that already exists anywhere in the world and give it a horror retheme, what coaster would it be, and what would you theme it to? Wow. That is a good a question. Um, anywhere in the world. Okay. I mean, it'd be easier if I've been on it. So, you know what? That's a hard question to spring up on someone. So, basically, make, <laughs> a, make a move. Okay. Do you know what I'd do? Right, is I would get some sort of spinner. So, let's say... Let's say a a spinball wizard, right? Just for having yeah. it close to home sake. And although it's already been done, I think it could. Although and I love it as well. I do love Saw the Ride. However, I think they could have gone one further by having spinball as they spin. They are blades, as oh, in the cool. circular. Like I just think, and the whole I have it's like a, a red spiral, and I just think. Although the coaster probably wouldn't be as intense, that'd be pretty cool to make it a fully indoor dark coaster. So pull it into a house, um, mm. well, put it into a building and make it so like the saw blades, like you could visualize it and see it as it's going round. And it's just, yeah, you can't really see the track, but you can see all these blades spinning round. I think that'd be pretty cool considering I just made it up on the spot. Boom. Definitely. That, that's, to be fair, that is a hell of an answer. I think that's a pretty, a pretty good shout. But I um, have stolen Saw, which has know, already been done, but I love Saw, so it's all right. Yes, I mean, I haven't done Saw yet. I'm waiting for the day, but... You'll get on it this year. Well, I'm not sure if I want to get on it this year, though. That's the thing. It's I, rough as hell, but it's good. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I've heard. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of those Euro... I don't really like Gerslauer anyway. They're, no, yeah, I, take I, him I or leave him. Yeah, 
But, um, yeah, what, what about you, Callum? Oh, see, mine's hard because there's a lot of existing horror theme rides that I would do more things to to make them scarier. But yeah. then there's also rides that I could go, I could make that scary. Mm, true. So I'm going to say Harry Potter. And no, it's Hagrid's magical. The new ride at Universal, Hagrid's motorbike yeah. adventure. But what I'd do is I'd turn that into a horror theme. So it would all be inside and there'd be like bursts of out pit, outside bits. So um, you'd start off outside and you'd like go into the house and it would launch you through. Yeah. Nice. And as you come down to like the slow, like dark ride sections, you'd have like animatronics and bits play out. Mm. And then um, the vertical spike it has before you go backwards, that would be like you're leaving out through like the ceiling kind of. Yeah. And then you're falling back down. Sweet. And mm. then when you get into the drop track, I'd actually have live actors in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Obviously, they would be like behind a barrier in a sense or like cages. But I'd have like a group of live actors in there to like terrorize you. Because mm. I feel like live actors in certain experiences miss so much, especially with coasters and stuff. And a lot of dark rides as well. Like, has anyone been on the Haunted Mansion at any of the Disney parks? No. Uh, yes, I have it. Um, right. I've got a idea for that. That one specifically as well, actually. You know, all the long corridors and stuff mm-hmm. they have. Or I know they're like optical illusions mainly, but you know when it just got passed down a really long corridor. Yeah, I know what you mean. Down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that... I want to see Disney for one night do an extreme version of that ride where they place actors in different parts, and I think there would be nothing more horrifying than having an actor bolting it down one of them corridors at the train that you're in. That'd be pretty cool, to be fair. <laughs> you know what? Actors in dark rides just make it so much better. Did did you guys ever do um, mm. Jewel Alive when they had actors in Jewel? What? No. Did they? Yeah. Um, what? I didn't even know that happened. That it was a Scarefest 2010, maybe. Um, okay. I can't remember. I'll have to double check. But yeah, so they actually put actors inside of Jewel. They turned the guns off, and um, there was like impact scares from actors um, around the ride. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. George scared me the first time when I went on it anyway. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. There's a place in uh, Germany, uh, it's called Geisterschloss in Europa Park, which is uh, German for ghost train. And um, they sometimes put actors in their ghost train as well. That'd be, the thing is, it adds so much to the immersion. Obviously, it's like, you know, a lot of money to spend on actors, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah a lot definitely. of ghost trains don't scare me because it's just animatronic. Yeah. And a lot of, like, the ghost train animatronics are not as advanced yeah that's true and they're quite old school so i don't really find them scary it's just oh wow uh, and then carry on yeah whereas in a live actor i'm locked in a train i don't really want to be doing that <laughs> <laughs> um, it was 2008 and 2009 dual live orton tower scare fest oh, i want to do it again that'd be so cool i think they stopped it because um basically they they don't like actors being so close to the ride system anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair It's understandable. Yeah. But yeah, that was cool. Because you see it every now and then happen. Like, I know Sean Free Park Worldwide done a vlog at one of the amusement parks last year, and they had, like, a, like a, in the normal season, like a really happy clown-themed ride. Yeah. And then yeah. when it cuts Halloween, their scare season... They actually put like real clowns around it, and it was like the the ride because were really weird. They were like half of a dome kind of thing, so you could only see straight forward, and you couldn't look side to side. Right. And they'd be like popping underneath from the vehicle and giving all kinds of impact scares. It looked really good. Yeah, like, something that I'd hate. Yeah, yeah, sounds awesome. Though. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty like sweet. Um, yeah, that's my tangent. <laughs> I think with me, like, do you know what? I thought of something ages ago, but then I'm pretty sure I didn't watch that Apprentice, but I think they kind of nicked my idea slightly. I can't remember. I didn't watch The Apprentice. I'm not sure, but something seemed um, similar. Where I would retheme Oblivion. Okay. And have it where the um, 
Oh, the bloody lift hill is indoors. Mm. But it would be like you're in a dream. Like it would be kind of blackout with little stars. Nice. And as okay. you get as you get to the top, you have like um, <clears throat> some type of scary thing. I don't know what it would be, <laughs> like a monster or something or something alarming at the top when you're going around. And what it would be is like a simulation where you, do you ever get it where you kind of like about to fall asleep and then you wake up when you think you're going to hit the floor or something? Yeah, it feels yeah. like you fall into your wake up. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be kind of themed to that, but like okay. having like a like a nightmare. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So, um, yeah, you'd be like hitting the fl- hitting the floor, and then you come out, and then you're in daylight, and it's all back to normal then. But mm. um, yeah, that's it's, it's a pretty simple take, but oh, it works though. Yeah, simple works. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds like it'd horrify me. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be, it'd be all right. It's just a bit like it would most be in the dark anyway, and mm. you'd have a little sleep until you get to the top. <laughs> so <Sorry>. a nap. <laughs> cool. Uh, one last question: What is your idea of the scariest scare maze for you? So any personal fears? Um, oh, scariest scare maze. Things that could legitly like hurt you and kill you so like you can have as many scary clowns and stuff like that but um if you if you had to do something there's there's a there's a there's a maze in um there's a maze in holland i think it is um and you have to wear waders to get in the water because there's like a water bit and something like that where say potentially you would have to go underwater to get through this next section um that would scare me because that's me then going i need to hold my breath for a certain amount of time i need to go under into this dark tunnel so i'd say something like that obviously that's a little bit more i wouldn't say an extreme maze because extreme mazes i've done some extreme stuff and yeah but um something that would scare me is yeah i'd definitely say something like and I'm a good swimmer as well. I can hold my breath for for a long time, but still, for some reason, it's just the unknown. It's the unknown underwater that that would terrify me. That's probably the thing that would make me the most scared. Or something with loads of snakes. Cause I've got a phobia of snakes. There, I said it. Some idiot's going to scare me with a snake now. But hey ho, um, I'm getting <laughs> now. We've got the perfect. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting better. Actually, I used to be terrified of snakes. Like I couldn't watch them on TV. I couldn't see a photo of them, and uh, I've, I've uh, made friends with an animal man that comes into our work every week. So over the years, I've been getting closer and closer to his snakes, which sounds dodgy, but you know what I mean. Um, and now I've held so. his nine foot python. Oh, so geez. that is that's if if anyone can get over their fears, right? I manage. I can now touch. I can now have a nine foot python around my neck. Whereas three years ago, I couldn't even look at a snake on a photo. So yeah, oh, wow. that's uh, if anyone's scared of roller that coasters or scare attractions, just do it. That is the best advice, actually. That that was the. Uh, I can. Uh definitely agree with that you might not like it for two minutes but you live a lot longer than two minutes it's a bit like anal you might like it you might not (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) and most of the time that only lasts two minutes anyway so you're fine i wish (laughs) anyway sorry i took it onto a whole other level there didn't i it's a family channel. No, <laughs> PG fussy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids, close your ears. So, what do oh. you think, Cal? What do I think? Mm. Oh, my worst nightmare is something along the lines of Chop Shop, but on my own, and something where I would also be like forced around and like put into places where I'm like locked in, if you get me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, but like a claustrophobia kind of thing. Not even that. Just like the segregation and the, like being locked somewhere and not being able to go and like having to deal with whatever's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty scary. There's a few mazes out there that do that, and it's uh, 
Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, so um, I won't be visiting the maids, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's when you get put by yourself, it just enough. adds another element of scare because you're just, there's no one you can hold on to. You're literally just, there's you and nothing else. Yeah, I, I don't think I could deal with just it being me. Mm. Hence yeah, like why I was slightly scared when I went to Fort Bishop, and luckily I didn't do any of the ones where they separate you, but I was like, if I do do or die and I get separated, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through the rest of this. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't get a chance to do <laughs> Dora Dive this exit. year. I heard it was a vast improvement for last year. Yeah, no, I heard it was loads better. Um, which is just as well, because it was terrible the year before, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just as well. How are you, Luke? Um, pretty much the same, really. Like, I wouldn't want to be on my own. Um, the one thing that I really wouldn't like is someone bolting it towards me like running towards me like that is immediate panic mode for me Mm -hmm. um but that's pretty much it really because as long as like with me i know things are fake not yeah you know what i mean it's like you know they're there to scare you so it's it's not like i don't get scared because i do but i'm kind of i've always got it in my mind that they're just acting it's fine and it's it's there for entertainment purposes because when I like I've only been through like like a small amount of mazes anyway, so um, the ones I have done, I literally just giggled all the way through them. Hmm. <laughs> well, there you go. It's, it's all, like, it's all about school... comedy. It's all about having a fun time and a laugh. Exactly. Like it's. I mean, that's what they're there for. They're there to like entertain you and everything. Mm. I mean, I know that some of the actors get shit for like getting punched and getting abuse and all that and yeah i totally i don't know i think is these actors are there to entertain people and people take the piss and um yeah i mean they do a good job oh yeah it's a it's a harder job than people realize as well like i've done a few night scare acting and it is grueling it is knackering um so to do it season in season out or night in night out it is it's 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 hard work, definitely. Commendable. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, very rewarding, though. Oh yeah, if you can get it's all those scares in, then at the end of the night, you talk to each other about who scared the most and what sort of new tricks you've learned and a new room you're scared. Mm. It's you know, it's a yeah, definitely. The teams, the t- lots of teams in different areas. They're like little families. Um, so um, yeah, it's definitely rewarding at the end of the night especially when i get paid for it we yeah yeah it's, it's, it's also nice to be paid for your work as well exactly like i think a lot of people that they do it for fun anyway yes you yeah it's like uh something a bit different Love the industry isn't it yeah yeah and it's a, such a thriving industry that's you know getting bigger and bigger every year so 100 um, percent. so much so that people are actually struggling to get actors really yeah big time Orton towers struggle every year to get actors yeah, it's because I suppose it's because um, the hours are probably not well, the most. Um... That's it, really. Like you got to think: one, the hours aren't great. You've only really got a job for a month, tops, um, and then you know you're jobless again. Um, yeah. And um, and there's just so many attractions now. Like, so for example, years ago, Alton Towers could do could get I don't know, say 200 actors, but now around the Orton Towers area within an hour you've got the likes of Extreme Screen Park or you've got the likes of um, Burton Screen Fest you've got if you go just a little bit north you've got Spooky World you've got got basically actors who are going to different places because different places are popping up Um, and vice versa people going from Extreme back to Towers and then from Towers to Screen Fest and Mm. so yeah it's um, it's um, kind of saturating the market of scare actors which sounds bizarre because obviously there's always there's millions of people in the world millions of people that could do it but um they you know they seem to um they do seem to struggle to get actors nowadays especially the likes of Orton towers that's a real shame though yeah yeah i mean hopefully they can kind of work with that in the future or maybe offer i don't know extended you know um attraction hours maybe well, they won't do that you know we're not learning like <laughs> yeah yeah they wouldn't pay for a year round scare maids again i don't think 
No, but if they did, I think so Darkest right. Depths should be there. Yeah, I've heard so many good things. But I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't heard one person say a bad thing about oh, that. It was um, stunning. It was honestly um, really stunning maze that was. It wasn't the scariest ever, but it was perfect amount of scares for families. Um, and it just looked visually so beautiful. It was a really good maze. It sounds like a scare maze for me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You'd, you'd, you'd enjoy it, I think. I definitely think you'd enjoy it. Is there any... Uh, what's the plans for the 2020 season? Um, 2020... I mean, we try... I say season. We try and start... We try and not stop, really. Like, obviously, there's the theme park season, then there's the scare season. But... In those quieter times, we try and do other stuff. So, um, for example, with Coaster Track, we interviewed you guys last week. Uh, so we had you on the show. Mm. Um, I just released two episodes of um, Scare Track. One, um, speaking to uh, an author in America who's wrote some zombie apocalypse books. And then another one about a guy who did a, uh, a blood, uh, he does like blood photo shoots. So it's very, you know, it's, a, it's this kind of niche thing that we enjoy, but exploring it out a little bit. Um, just yeah. to try and bring more, more content, but that's why we started doing these little movie reviews as well. Um, obviously, the main theme park season will start at Blackpool Pleasure Beach, like most people in the UK seem to do. Um, and we just go from there. Really, we we start planning our October in August, um, and we just to try and cram in as many events as possible. Um, yeah. And then theme park wise, it's just sort of go as and when you can um i used to be a merlin annual pass holder for years and years and then last year when i was going to renew my appendix nearly burst so um yeah so i didn't actually renew last year and i don't think i'm going to renew this year purely because there's not enough not enough new stuff to draw me to go every week or go every couple of weeks or every month you know so yeah that's um, fair enough but um not having an annual pass i think means that i'll go to merlin parks less and i might try out you know i've only ever been to flamingo land once i'll probably go again for their new 10 looper or i've never mm. been to portland's park so i'll probably venture out there haven't done drayton man for a fair few years so i might pop back um so yeah theme park wise it's sort of just play it by here uh play it by ear apart from europa park that's booked for october um and then scare stuff we try and fit in as much as we can out of season like we've got um valentero at scare kingdom next weekend no, in two weeks time um but other than that we start proper gearing it up over summer ready for the autumn that'd be uh, a busy year for you then really yeah try and cram as much in as possible really um and like i say hmm. even if we're not doing we try and mix it up we, if we're not doing on location stuff with either the videos on youtube or the the, the podcast try and do little things like the the little movie review thing on youtube and, and basically just interviewing episodes like interviewing loads of different people from the community and the industry um we're, we're always trying to do something because we don't want people to think that oh well halloween's finished so we won't hear from scare track for another year um it's keeping that buzz the whole year round isn't it yeah. keeping people trying to get Keep excited for that season Definitely. and having them planned set yeah, out. Yeah, trying to, and I mean, yes. there's some there's some review sites, and we're friendly with all, and they'll admit it as, uh, themselves as well that they sort of go into hibernation for ten months of the year, and then all of a sudden, it's um, we cover scare attractions, and we're the best at cover scare attractions, and we're going to review this, this, and this, and it's sort of like, well, where have you been for the last ten months? You've just been. You know, I mean, exactly. you, you guys are doing the great, a great thing with um, theme parks. Yeah, there's no theme parks opening at the moment, but you're still putting out podcasts. Um, you know, every every week, every other week, and um, so it's uh, it, it's nice to see that people are getting the ethos of just because the season is closed, it doesn't mm. mean that you can't talk about it. Exactly, there's constantly think, stuff going yeah, on as well. All, all the yeah, time. and I think especially with the the season being kind of over. It's something to kind of um, something to do in yeah, those months. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. But then again, with like the scare seasons and stuff as well, like I know things happen sometimes, not all of the places, but like, I know there's a few Valentine's events. I don't know if they do an Easter event, but I know there's a couple minus just being in yeah, October. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have a selection of parks around the UK that do. Um, 
that would always do a Christmas, always do a Valentine's, some do a summer mm. event, um, and then uh, a couple of places are doing an Easter event this year. So there is bits and bobs popping up. But then you got the all-year-round stuff. So, um, you know, Zombie Infection do events every single weekend all around the UK. Uh, so they're always going. When um, Obviously, you've got the likes of Dungeons that are going all year round. Um, Passage, that opens in February. Um, and then just a selection of stuff. Just randomly, sometimes you might not realise there's something happening you know some escape rooms have quite a horror theme now so you can do a horror escape room so yeah th- there's always there's always something uh, and if it's not that it's a convention so we've got scarecon in may you've got horrorcon um there's horror cons happening all around the uk at different times you've got comic cons which aren't quite horror but they sort of delve into that side of things sometimes so yeah there's there's always there's always something going on i mean it's january and i've just done you know, three movie reviews, one coaster track, uh, two scare tracks, and a Patreon episode as well. So, and that's in January when technically there's nothing going on. Go. But um, you know, you can always throw stuff out there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think that's the perfect place to wrap it up. I think. Yeah, thank you, Mikey, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Don't forget to check Mikey and Scare Track out on all of the social media uh, plug, yeah so it? yeah i mean first of all thank you for having <laughs> me on i really do appreciate it it was awesome to have you guys on um coaster track last week as well so yeah if anyone wants to listen to what me and the team do um scare track is the main thing which is a uk scare attraction podcast we also do scare cam uh, a little mini vlog series so you can check literally everything out on www.scaretrack.co.uk and that gives links to absolutely everything we do with coaster track our theme park stuff our uh, youtube channel our patreon our podcast our merch our social media channels pants. you can buy our pants um if you buy the pants you gotta send in the photo and everyone actually does <laughs> so um but yeah um that's it really like that, that, that's the good thing about it is like people aren't sure what how to some people aren't sure how to listen to podcasts or some people don't know how to get to Patreon or to get our merch sales. Literally, you can find everything that we do at um, scaretrack.co.uk. Perfect. All right, then. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Awesome. <laughs>